Today, we will be doing a breathwork practice on the theme of mindfulness. And this type of breathwork is used to resolve inner conflict. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Namaskar friends. Welcome back to the show and happy mindful Monday. Today we will be doing a breathwork practice on the theme of mindfulness. And this type of breathwork is used to resolve inner conflict. So if you've been following the podcast, you've been listening to my story on my journey through India, but I haven't gotten very far. (laughs) So I do want to apologize if you're hooked in and You've been anxious to hear more, and it's funny because it's the same spot that I have always stopped in. So if you've been maybe listening from the beginning, you know that I have tried to share my India journey for five years, and for some reason, I always stop, whether I'm blogging or writing about it on social media or talking about it in the public, I always stop and never continue on. And guess what? I did it again because we are creatures of habit. And for some reason, our bodies have predictable patterns that they fall in line with. And my particular mind, body, essence, spirit just doesn't want to move forward past this first day in India. And I was in India for almost a month. So there's a lot to be told still. And I've been taking the time you know, in between now and then, in between this last episode and then to figure out what the heck is going on with me. (laughs) Why do I keep stopping 
at this day two of my journey, why do I continue to not tell you what's going on after that? Why can I not move forward? And the answer through many meditations and times of silence and reflection and contemplation, the answer did finally come to me. And part of that answer is due to the fact that I was going through some pretty extreme shock right at the beginning of my travels, just culture shock and, you know, being dumped into Calcutta um, after traveling for two days. It was just a very shocking situation. And then having to share a bed with a complete stranger. I mean, she was female, but still having to share a bed with a complete stranger first night of my trip. There was just a lot going on there and a lot to take in, including on the second day as well. The second day that I haven't shared with you yet. And I think that all of those moments of culture shock, I think that they registered in me as shock. And I also went through a pretty shocking traumatic event at the very end of my trip, which we will get to at some point in one of these episodes down the road. But I think all of that shock on my system made me block things out in my memory. They made me black out. And if anybody that's ever been through trauma probably knows about this or has experienced this, I am a product of childhood trauma. And it's funny when I, well, it's not funny, but um, dark humor sort of way. I look back on my childhood a lot of times, reflect back on my childhood, try to remember things from my childhood. And honestly, within the first like five, six years, I barely have any memories But when you go up until the age of about 13, 14 years old, I still have very few memories from my childhood. And it's sad, but most of those memories are not happy ones. I have very few happy memories. I can probably count them on one hand, maybe two from my childhood, the first 13, 14 years of my life. And that's because I blacked out and blocked out a lot of the other experiences. So we have this thing that we do, you know, where we don't want to remember things that were upsetting to us. Because when we have a memory come up in our mind, we have a chemical reaction in our body as well. It creates stress. It can create tension. This is why it's so important to go back into those moments and surround them with love and gratitude, but reroute the system, so to say. But yes, when you go through shocking moments, even if it's culture shock, even if it's mild shock, it doesn't have to be a traumatic event where you were injured or, you know, saw something really horrible, or you went through a very scary moment. It can simply be a shocking moment and it's going to mess with your mind and block out your memories. So that's something that I've been going through as I've tried to get this story out to you. I just realized that I had had a lot of shock and awe, both at the beginning and end of my trip that had made me kind of block out some of the memories or make them morph together and some days were mixed up with other days. So I really had to sit over this past week and a half or so and think about my trip and reflect on it and read my journals and kind of line everything up and get past some of that culture shock that messed with my memory. And I now have all of the notes written out for my next episode and I'll be getting that to you hopefully today, but if not today, then definitely tomorrow. 
So one of the main ways I broke through this internal conflict is what I'm going to call it, this conflict of wanting to retrieve these memories, but also dealing with shock and awe causing me to block them out. I came across a kundalini breathwork practice or a kundalini pranayama practice. And I wasn't using it for this particular issue or challenge. I just wanted to do this breathwork as practice in my yogi life. Now, I just want to put it out there that I am not a kundalini yogi practitioner. I am not a certified kundalini yoga teacher. I'm certified and trained in hatha. That's usually what I practice. I have experience in both hatha and tantra. Kundalini practices are something that I've touched base with. I certainly had a little bit of kundalini experience in India, and I've had some along the way since then. So occasionally I'll come across a video online or some sort of class online or continuing ed, and it's rooted in kundalini. And I'm not going to shrug aside that practice just because it comes from a tradition that I'm not familiar with. I'm actually going to dive in and have the experience for myself and see how it impacts me. So I came across this kundalini pranayama practice, and it is a breathwork practice to resolve internal conflict. And the teacher that was describing it was talking a lot about anxiety and how, you know, we make up these stories that cause us to not move forward. And maybe that's what I was doing. I wasn't sure, but I decided to do this breathwork practice um, just to see what would come up. And then maybe on the side, it would help me with the podcast in addition to other things that I had going on that were conflicting within me. So before we move forward, I do want to just talk a little bit about yoga because this breathwork practice is yoga. And I think a lot of times in the Western world, we've gotten very fitness oriented around yoga. And we think that it's just these physical postures or, you know, standing on one leg or standing on your head or being super bendy and flexible like a pretzel. And, you know, all of those things are certainly aspects of yoga, but yoga itself is eight, eight limbed. There's eight facets of yoga. There's eight paths of yoga. And this physical part, asana, the physical postures, that's just one of them. Another limb of yoga is meditation. Another limb of yoga is philosophy and contemplation. I apologize. There is a train going by me right now. I do have noise, uh, background noise blocked out, but I'm not sure what you can hear there. (laughs) Um, so yes, so there's, you know, there's asana, the physical postures, there's meditation, there's other things. There's breath work, breath work in itself, pranayama is a limb of yoga. So you could simply practice breath work on a regular basis and you would still be practicing yoga, even if you weren't doing any of these other, you know, standing on one leg or other physical postures or flowing through different movements like you've probably seen in the Western world. So this is a Kundalini yoga practice. And anytime we're practicing yoga, we are manipulating our prana, our life force energy. So you're going to feel some different sensations and experiences. You might have 
emotions and memories come up. You might have physical sensations in your body. All of this can be experienced when you're practicing breath work because you're manipulating your life force energy. You're manipulating your prana. Before we actually start this practice, I just want to put a note out there to please not do this practice if you think you are pregnant. Please do not do this practice if you have some sort of heart condition. Please do not do this practice if you have any sort of medical or health issue that could impact you. And if you are practicing the breath work and you start to feel off, if you feel dizzy, faint, nauseous, just off in any way, please set the practice aside and just listen, just breathe in your own way that's most comfortable. Pranayama practices can be very, very powerful and potent. So I want you to really be mindful as you navigate this practice and listen to your body. Listen to those cues and ask yourself if you can continue with the practice or not. We are only going to do maybe two to three minutes of this breathwork practice. Now, traditionally, you would do it for a minimum of, I believe, 11 minutes I always recommend that you start out breathwork practices at about two to three minutes. That's about how long it takes the body to really drop in and focus on the breath. And then you can always move up your time from there as you get more comfortable. This particular breathwork practice is used to resolve internal conflict. You're going to start, if you would like to add a mudra or hand gesture, you start with your hands on your chest and you're going to have your thumbs facing up towards your head your fingers facing the center of your heart facing each other so you're just kind of securing your hands right around your chest right around your heart space and this way you can really feel your breath moving through your heart moving through your hands you become more aware of the breath and i'll also talk about how the hands make us feel safe as we're navigating the practice as well. But I'm gonna talk about that at the end. Another thing, I'm not going to have music in the background of this breathwork practice because I really want you to tune inward. I want you to listen to your body, listen to your breath, listen to your mind, your emotions, listen to the cues so that you can be more mindful throughout. Okay. So if you've got your hands on your heart, that's great, on your chest. If not, you don't have to do that mudra. Please make sure that your feet are firmly planted on the ground or you are seated on the ground. Make sure that you have supportive posture, plenty of room for your breath to move through your body. And before we get started, I'm going to break this down. So when you inhale, you will inhale through your nose to a count of five. I will guide you. You will exhale through your nose to a count of five. I will guide you. And then you will hold that breath out for a count of 15. Again, I will guide you. And then we will breathe in again. Okay? Preferably through your nose both ways, but if you need to breathe through your mouth, that's fine. If my count doesn't match your count, that's fine. Go at your own pace, but know that you're trying to make that hold about three times as long as your inhale and exhale. So your inhale and exhale will be balanced, and then that hold about three times as long. 
We're going to try to do 5, 5, and 15. Let's all take a deep breath in and out just to start. Just kind of reset, shake out your body. Here we go. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Inhale. Three, four, five. Exhale. Three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Almost there. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Inhale. Three, four, five. Exhale, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Breathe in, three, four, five, exhale, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four. You're about halfway through this practice. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Keep going. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Inhale. Three, four, five. Exhale. Three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, almost there, you can do it, 13, 14, 15, inhale, three, four, five, exhale, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're going to do one more round after this. You're almost there. 14, 15. Breathe in. Three, four, five. Exhale. Three, four, five. Last time, hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Deep breath in, reach arms overhead. Stretch it out, stretch it out, stretch it out. Exhale. Let your arms relax. Maybe stretch. Oh, I feel like I need to stretch. Oh, shake it out. Let go. Recover. Take a moment to notice how you feel. I 
certainly feel invigorated, refreshed, a little more awake and focused. How do you feel after that practice? And feel free to leave me, you know, a comment in the reviews on this show. Let me know how this breathwork practice served you. I like to really mix it up with these Mindful Monday episodes. Sometimes we're just going to talk about mindfulness and give tips there. Sometimes we're going to do practical practices like breathwork and meditation. So I hope that this breathwork or pranayama practice did serve you. I want to talk about how it helps us. First, we have our hands around our heart space, right? Hands on the body. Anytime we're touching ourselves, we're giving ourselves loving touch. We're letting ourselves know that we're okay. So when we're going through this hold on the breathwork and it seems a little intense at the end, the hands on our body and on our heart remind us that we're safe and we're okay. The other thing the hands do, I already mentioned, they kind of help you notice the breath moving in and out of your body. If you're breathing deeply, your breath should pass through your hands each way. This is also kind of like tapping. We have some acupressure points right around the sternum and right around the breastbone and right around the collarbones as well. So when we are applying pressure to the chest and to these areas of the body, we are tapping into acupressure points that help us to feel calm and safe and okay. Now let's talk about the breath work itself. First off, you have this equal inhale and exhale. Now, anytime you're breathing in and out in an equal way, you are promoting balance. You're promoting balance within your energy and within your mind. Whenever you have scattered thoughts, anxious thoughts, stress in the body, tension in the body, you know, things are imbalanced. So when we breathe in and out in a balanced way, that helps us to find our equilibrium. Now, what about that hold, that 15 second hold, right? The hold encourages us to know that we can do something that we didn't think we could do. I don't know about you, but you know, today is maybe my third or fourth round of this practice, but before this, I had never done this type of breath work before. And it was a little intense towards the end, you know, holding that long 15 count before you breathe in, it can be a lot of work. A little background noise I had to take care of there. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, inner conflict, you know, one of the inner conflicts I deal with a lot is perfectionism. Venus and Virgo, I like to have my work be perfect. And this is something I talked about in one of my first mindful episodes for season two. I talked about how we can limit ourselves sometimes out of perfectionism and wanting things to look all pretty and proper. And that was one of the things that was holding me back from moving forward with my podcast in general. So I have been recording all of these episodes on my laptop through GarageBand and kind of wherever I can, even if there's a little background noise. And today I'm at my yoga studio, but I'm out front in the office and the heat kicked on and made some noise and so I had to go fix it. But, you know, sometimes we have to do things in a different way just to bust ourselves out of our limitations. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm not using my fancy podcast microphone. I'm using my laptop. The sound quality isn't as great, but 
it's okay. It's kind of the rawness I wanted around this India story anyway. And it makes me record my episodes with no excuses. (laughs) So let's talk about this hard work that we're doing in our breathwork practice and our pranayama. When we do this hard work in the breath, through the breath, it carries over into other aspects. That is what yoga does. Yoga comes from the word yoke, as in to connect and bind our mind, our body, our spirit, our breath. So when we start to have this accomplishment through the breath work, we notice that we can break through this challenge, this you know hard, hard breath work practice. We can do it and we can succeed. It encourages us to do other things with success. It encourages us to move forward when we're feeling stuck, to quiet those anxious thoughts in our mind. It helps us to break out of our internal conflict, to bust through our personal glass ceilings, and to move forward with whatever we're trying to do, with whatever we're trying to achieve. When I did this breathwork practice for the first time, again, not using it intentionally to help me move forward with the podcast, but just trying out a new pranayama practice. Immediately after I was finished, I sat down and wrote down all of the notes for my next podcast episode, for my day two India journey, for that next step, the thing that I had been holding myself back from. I finally moved through and made all the notes for it. Now, have I recorded the episode. No, (laughs) I haven't had time. And I wanted to save myself for this mindful Monday episode. I wanted to do this breathwork practice again so that I feel ready and energized to actually record that other episode today. I did not realize that the shock of my trip to India had prevented me from moving forward and sharing my story Until I did this breathwork practice. After I did this breathwork practice for the first time, I had this aha, insightful moment, realizing that all of these memories started coming up that I couldn't remember the first three, four, five times around. I had tried to remember to share my story. All of a sudden, everything came up, and I had this message come to me that I had been blocking it out from the shock that I had gone through on the beginning and end of my trip. So, This is just one example of how this breathwork practice can help. But if you are dealing with any sort of internal conflict, any sort of, you know, personal glass ceiling, maybe you're holding yourself back for some reason and you're not sure why, give this breathwork practice a try. Try a little kundalini pranayama to resolve inner conflict and see if it helps you break through that barrier. One more thing I almost forgot. I want to talk about how this breathwork practice really works to help you bust through those barriers. So we have to go back to that concept of prana that I mentioned at the beginning, right? The energy of our breath, the energy of our inhale, this prana life force energy. It's moving within us all the time, moving throughout us and around us. But when we are anxious, when we feel limited, When we have inner conflict, 
our prana is scattered. Our prana isn't flowing properly. It's concentrating into certain energies of stress in places in the body. And maybe it's blocking out memories in certain places of the body. But there is this imbalance in prana whenever we feel um, anxious, whenever we're dealing with some sort of conflict, whenever we're dealing with self-limiting beliefs and behaviors, our prana isn't flowing appropriately. So when we practice this kundalini pranayama, notice that word pranaya, pranayama or breath work is the lengthening or control of our life force energy. So we're doing this breath work practice to work on our prana. And whenever we're in that hold at the bottom of our breath, waiting to take that other breath in, our prana is actually redistributing itself in our body. So it's going to those places where it was void before of prana, where maybe the energy got scattered inappropriately. It starts to move into those empty spaces as a energetic survival technique. It's really cool in that way. So here we are, we're taking this equal inhale and exhale to help like balance our mind, balance our energy, calm our thoughts. And then we hold and kind of put ourselves into a survival mode. And our prana starts to move out of those concentrated places of stress, heightened emotion, and distributes back evenly into the rest of the body. So again, we're working to maintain equilibrium or equanimity with our prana the longer that we do this breath work. So that's what I have for you today, friends. This breath work practice, a little bit of background info on it, personal example of how I've been using this in my own life. I hope that this pranayama practice and episode served you today. I look forward to sharing the rest of my India journey, hopefully over the next couple of weeks as we're in Sagittarius season. Sagittarius, people love to hear and read story and share story even sometimes. And so I'm in that energy, taking advantage and sharing my India journey with you. So our next episode, either tonight or tomorrow, will be about day two of my journey. And then hopefully every episode after that, moving forward, you'll learn all about my month-long Shakti spiritual pilgrimage. Until we meet again, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy and well. May we all know peace and feel safe. And may we all feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.